You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it's Locked On Lions, everybody, for a Wednesday, March 31st into Thursday, April 1st, an opening day. Let's play it. Matt Derry with you on the Locked On Podcast Network as we talk Detroit Lions football, the offseason. And yes, we we inch closer to the draft. Coming up on the show today, uh, Rod Wood, Lions president, held a, a Zoom press conference today. Got to give credit to this organization. They are putting their people front and center for the media uh, and answering questions, uh, it seems like weekly now, Dan Campbell, uh, Brad Holmes, and now a team president, uh, Rod Wood, spoke today. He had some interesting comments about a lot of different things. We'll highlight some of the best of those coming up on the program today. Also, um, pro days for Jamar Chase, the LSU wide receiver, and Kyle Pitts, the all-everything tight end wide receiver, whatever you want to call him, weapon out of Florida today. I want to give you some of Kyle Pitts's numbers. And what does this mean for the Lions? I actually have a theory that I want to get to in regards to Kyle Pitts. We'll do that on the program uh, today as well. Uh, follow us, please, on Twitter, where you can get the podcast each and every day, at LockedOnLions, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also at the Matt Derry uh, Facebook fan page. If you're on Facebook, like the page, follow us, everything else. Your comments are always welcome. I, I appreciate those of you that I interact with on Twitter uh, when I get the opportunity. It's it's always a lot of fun. For the most part, some of you attack me viciously. Um, some of you are, are nicer than others, but it, it's all good when it comes to Twitter. And um, we try to give you content each and every day on the show. Um, that that's that's interactive, that's fun. Uh, we bring you good guests. We're going to get Michael Rothstein on here soon. I told you yesterday he was leaving for Atlanta. We're going to get him on to kind of say goodbye, hopefully either tomorrow or sometime uh, in the near future. I am not going to be on the air next week. There will be no podcast next week. It is uh, 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 vacation time for uh, for me. So I'm going to take a week off, and then we'll get uh, diving into the draft um, when I get back, uh, which, of course, comes up later on uh, in April, at the end of April. Very, very excited about it. Lions, of course, pick seventh. All right. It's mock draft season, everything else. Let's start with the big news of the day. I was going to get to Rod Wood, but Rod Wood is not big news. Um, the big news of the day was Kyle Pitts. All right. If you recall, last year, Kyle Pitts, uh, as a junior at Florida, won the John Mackey Award for uh, the best tight end in the country. He played in eight games for the Gators. He caught 43 passes for 770 yards and 12 touchdowns. 12. And no no big surprises. In December, he said he was going pro. All right? Kyle Pitts today um, weighed in at 245 pounds. He is 6'5". And five eighths, so six six, two forty five. His wingspan is longer than any wide receiver or tight end in the NFL in the last twenty years. The last twenty years, an eighty three inch wingspan. He did twenty two reps on the bench press today at Florida at their pro day with the Gators, a thirty three and a half vertical. 
a 10-9 broad jump, and a 40-time. A 40-time. Remember, we told you yesterday that quarterback, elite athlete, Justin Fields of Ohio State, ran a 4-4-4-40. Kyle Pitts at 6'6", 245 as a tight end, ran a 4-4-4-40. He's a freak of nature. His head coach at Florida, um, and, and bear in mind we've heard this before, um, so this is like nothing new, I guess, per se, but Dan Mullen, his head coach at Florida, said he was a unicorn today. That's a Mike Valeni term. He's kind of like a unicorn, Mullen said. Quote, and the only way you can defend a unicorn is with another unicorn. So if you don't have a unicorn on defense, you've got a problem. So this guy is doing major damage, major work, whether it's on the field of Florida last year, in interviews with teams already, and at his pro day today. He was all SEC twice, 2019, where he caught five touchdowns, and 2020, unanimous All-American, and is going to be a top 10 pick. The question remains, is he going to be a top five pick? Will he even be there for the Lions at number seven? Now, here's a couple of things. Number one, if somehow, someway, Kyle Pitts is going to be there at seven and the Lions run the card up to the commissioner at the draft in Cleveland and Roger Goodell introduces Kyle Pitts as a Detroit Lion at number seven, I know what a lot of you are going to say. No, not another tight end. Are you kidding me? They took a tight end a couple years ago at number eight. In T.J. Hawkinson. You can't take a tight end. Well, number one, as Dan Campbell has said, the tight end position has changed, and Kyle Pitts is just this freak of nature. He's an athlete. It's not, we're not pigeonholing him into tight end. But the Lions are going to take the best player available at number seven. I just don't see this. I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to be there at seven. And I, I questioned Justin Rogers, who wrote a great piece today at DebtNews.com, but I asked Justin on Twitter about it. Like, do you honestly think Kyle Pitts is going to be there at number seven? I don't. I think he's going to be long gone. Long gone. And you look at the draft and say, well, wait a minute. Derry, what if four quarterbacks are taken in the first four picks? That would only leave two picks before the Lions go. Like, what if it's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance? Or Mac Jones? But see, I think it's going to be Lawrence to the Jags at one, Wilson to the Jets at two, and Fields to the 49ers at three. I I truly believe what Justin Fields did yesterday at his pro day in, in Columbus is going to jettison him up to number three. The big question is going to be Atlanta at number four. The Falcons did restructure Matt Matt Ryan's contract. They gave the team more flexibility to get him what he needs, which are more weapons uh, to go along with Todd Gurley and Julio Jones and all that stuff. Would Kyle Pitts be the pick at number four? I think so. Could you imagine Kyle Pitts on one side and Julio Jones on the other? And again, 
This is not a tight end. This is a unicorn. This is an athlete. This is somebody you can line up anywhere on the field. I don't think he'll even be close to being there for Detroit at 7. Now, some are saying, well, what if the Falcons take Lance or Jones? They take that young quarterback. Then that leaves the Bengals at 5 or the Dolphins at 6. I want to get into this. Let me do that coming up next. First, though, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. I love them. I have one every single day. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, incredibly-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to find out which is the best. It's Built Bar Madness time, folks. Today's matchup, this one's unbelievable. This one's unbelievable. We're getting down to, like, the elite, the final four. Coconut brownie chunk against mint brownie. If you haven't had coconut brownie chunk, and this was one that they sold over the holidays they need to bring back, to me, it's amazing. Mint brownie is damn good, too. But I'm going with coconut brownie chunk here to likely meet cookies and cream uh, in the finals, which I think are tomorrow. Let me look at my bracket real fast here. Yeah, cookie. Oh, no. Cookie dough chunk with the upset of cookies and cream. I think coconut brownie chunk makes the finals to go up against cookie dough chunk. We're going to find out tomorrow. This is very exciting. Go to builtbar.com or go to at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED. L-O-C-K-E-D-15 to get 15% off your next order. At BuiltBar.com, check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. All right, so Kyle Pitts again today ran a 4-4-4 40-yard dash. This is a tight end, folks, at least listed that way. But he can, you can call him a weapon, you can call him a unicorn, you can call him whatever you want. Teams are salivating over this Florida Gator. I don't think he's going to be there at 7. I don't know why we're even having this discussion about it because I think he'll be so long gone. But we talked about it. What would Cincinnati do if the Falcons took a quarterback? Would the Bengals take the best offensive tackle on the board in Panay Sewell and protect Joe Burrow with one of the best uh, um, tackles in the on the market? Or would they take Kyle Pitts? Because You give Joe Burrow Kyle Pitts, that's a game changer. What about Miami? I think the Dolphins have to give Tua something, all right? And everybody's talking about Jamar Chase, the wide receiver from LSU, landing at number six to Miami. But somehow, some way, if we're looking at weapons here and and Pitts is on the board, he will go to Miami. So this talk about... You know, if we sit here and go, all right, well, the Bengals don't need weapons for Joe Burrow. Yes, they do. Oh, well, the the Dolphins, they don't need weapons for Tua. Yeah, they do. Kyle Pitts is not going to be there. He's not. He's not going to be there. The question is, do the Lions love him enough to move up? But I don't think they're going to relinquish any draft capital in a rebuild in year one under Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, and the crew. So... I just don't see it. I don't see Kyle Pitts being available. Again, many Lions fans are going to say, whew, thank goodness, because I can't handle another tight end this early. You'd have top 10 tight ends three times in the last handful of years if you go back to Eric Ebron, 
who was taken 10th. But again, that was two regimes ago. That was Martin Mayhew taking Eric Ebron over Aaron Donald. I don't think we need to revisit that. But I just, I am of the belief, this is just my theory, that Kyle, Kyle Pitts will not be there at seven. Now, Devontae Smith could be there at seven. Uh, Jamar Chase possibly could be there at seven. Micah Parsons, we know, will be there at seven. Jalen Waddell will be there at seven. What if Panay Sewell goes with the Lions take Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern, at seven? I would have no problem with that. The Lions need a right tackle. This offensive line has the makings of being very, very good if you add a right tackle. Is Tyrell Crosby the guy? I don't know. But there's a lot of options there for sure. I just don't believe that Pitts is going to be one of those options for this team. I'm looking at the latest uh, draftnetwork.com mock draft uh, Dre Harris put out today. His mock draft, 6.1 he calls it. And he's got it exactly the way I see it. Lawrence, Wilson, Fields, Pitts at 4 to Atlanta, Sewell at 5 to Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, 6 to Miami. And Dre has Devontae Smith going number 7 to the Lions. Quote, Detroit lost their starting two wide receivers in Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. This is one of the opportunities in the draft where team needs meets value. Devontae Smith had one of the best college football seasons ever this past season, won the Heisman Trophy. Jared Goff gets his sure-handed receiver with this selection. And let me just point out what Justin Rogers said today, and that the biggest concern with Devontae Smith is he's barely 6'1 and barely 170 pounds. But... Um, I think he'll be there at 7. I think Jalen Waddell will be there at 7. Now, Waddell, again, is just 5'10". So, we'll see where this goes. I, I'm not... I like Devontae Smith. I think he was a great college player. I'm just not 100% sold and on board yet with taking a receiver at 7. If one of these tackles is there, Sewell or Slater... And if Micah Parsons is there, but I don't know if the Lions building this new culture are going to take a shot on a guy that was uh, hazing his teammates in college and had issues in high school as well, off the field. I don't know if that's going to happen. All right, Rod Wood spoke today. Yes, the illustrious team president. We'll tell you what he said next. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet. On all of your sports action, football might be over, but NBA, college hoops, NHL are all in full swing. And Bet Online is there for you. They cover awards, TV shows, reality TV, future bets. Baseball's back tomorrow. You want to bet on the Tigers against the Indians and Shane Bieber? You know I'll be in that stadium. I'm there. You can bet on it at betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online has you covered. All right. They are your online sports book experts. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L O C K E D O N. All right, if you've been listening to the podcast uh, for a while, you know that I'm not a fan of Lions team president Rod Wood, who uh, uh, has moved up the ranks here and has been a Ford family um, friend 
ally, whatever, for a long time. Now, the good news is, is that Rod Wood has gotten out of the way, and it seems like Brad Holmes and his staff are running things on the football side. Although, if you watch Rod Wood's press conference today on DetroitLions.com and you want to play a drinking game, a drink every time Rod mentions Mike Disner. Anyway, a Rod Wood today did confirm there will be no change in ticket prices for the Lions in 2021. The hope Rod said today was to return to full capacity at Ford Field in the fall. Give the Lions credit. Ford Field, um, for the vaccinations, they they are running this thing very, very smoothly. The National Guard is down there. A lot of medical professionals. Um, I was there Monday, and fantastic job. So that's great. Get your vaccine, and let's get back to normal. Um, On uniforms, Rod Wood said that the Lions are not in the design phase of getting new uniforms, but it's been on his mind as a team approaches the time they can make changes. Might be time for new uniforms. What do you think? Might be. Don't go back to the black uniforms, though. But I love the throwbacks, uh, the old throwbacks. Um, Rod wanted to make a point today that Sheila was invited to sit in on the personnel meetings she did take part in this offseason, though that's part of the culture change the organization was looking for when it made changes after the season. Yes, culture change is very important. Rod wouldn't go and do serious, uh, didn't want to dive into the past today when he was asked about the past culture of Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, who, by the way, Rod helped hire, folks. Rod helped hire. Uh, Rod said the Lions are hoping to be a very serious contender to host the draft in 2024. Here's the thing, folks. You want the draft here? we got to build more hotels downtown. We need more hotels in the city. You want to know why Indianapolis gets everything? Why they're getting the NBA All-Star game again next year? It's because of the hotels. There's a brand new Bankers Bankers Life Fieldhouse uh, in Indy. They just built two new hotels right across the street. That downtown is not as big as ours, but it's got four or five times the hotels. Got to get more hotels built, and we're going to get more events downtown. Rod was asked about the current relationship with one Calvin Johnson. Quote, we're working actively with Calvin and his team on celebrations. The relationship is headed in the right direction, end quote. Yeah, well, you ruined it. Thank God for Sheila Ford Hamp to save the day. Rod's the one that started the ball rolling in the other direction. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're doing great. No, not we, dude. You messed it up. Thank God they're getting Calvin back in the fold. And then in August at at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, he's going in as a lion. He'll have a good relationship with the Lions. And that's where you got to give Sheila a lot of credit. I think that's fantastic. So... Um, I will give Rod credit for this. The Lions are making their people available and accessible to the media and transparent. And that's all that you need. That's all you can ask for right now. You know? (laughs) Joe Raymond on Twitter. Rod Wood needs a nickname. Uh, Shab Singh says, how does this guy even have a job? Talking about Rod Wood. Jeez. Oh, man. All right. That'll do it for Lockdown Lions for today. A happy opening day tomorrow, everybody, and we'll talk again tomorrow afternoon.